0: Thank you all for coming. Um, This uh, project has been a really crazy experience, and it's been quite an honor to be part of this exhibition. Um, And it's also been kind of a weird experience, possibly just by necessity, because this is kind of about experimenting with art and technology. So I I guess I found myself really um, kind of driven to do something as experimental as I thought I could get away with. so uh, because of that, it was really hard to kind of predict what I was going to build <laughs> ahead of time. You know, I, I had some ideas of, um, you know, experiences that I wanted to try to create or kind of high level kind of artistic ideas that, you know, maybe wouldn't excite me necessarily on their own, but would be seeds for something to explore or, you know, uh, a place to start looking for, um, for that thing in the middle that I actually want. Um, then I, I had on the other end these ideas for technologies that I found interesting for some reason. You know, and maybe it was just a little, you know, a little spark of um, something really peculiar that I saw in the details of how the technology was implemented that maybe was interesting to me, but you know, that wouldn't have really been interesting to anyone else. And so I would see these ideas on these two kind of seemingly irreconcilable extremes and try to figure out, well, how do I chart a course between these two things? and make something that seems kind of experientially relevant on one hand, but then also um, inside has some technology that I find kind of resonates with me on this level that's a little deeper. And that's been kind of a weird challenge because in, um, well, I've, I've kind of had a weird relationship with technology and it's been kind of more real to me in some ways than, uh, than kind of human interaction just because I, that's the world I grew up in, I kind of spent my life. Uh, my early life like in the basement learning about computers and like that was a world that felt really comfortable to me. And so figuring out, you know, how to chart a course between that kind of psychological space even and the psychological space of, you know, how do I make an experience for someone else that I want them to interact with is also part of the challenge. So when I approached this project for NEAT, I was thinking about um, this idea for a space where um, delight uh, would seemingly kind of radiate from all directions uh, from this object that would kind of pull you in, but then when you got close to it, your experience would change. Um, and I imagined that uh, I wanted, you know, I wanted something that would almost feel shy to uh, to observers. You know, I, I wanted it to almost kind of feel like it needed personal space, so you would get close to it, and it would. Um, it would feel like the light that you were drawn into was kind of pushing away and that you would now see not the light directly, but its effect on the world around you uh, because of your different perspective and because of the effect that you had on the light itself. So with that idea, I kind of started moving toward that and you know, thinking about, well, how is it perceiving you? What, you know, How does that actually work? Is it um, optical? You know, Is it looking through cameras? Um, You know, is it heat-based? Is it it looking for kind of electrical capacitance? There are all these different sensors that you can use. Um, But one constraint that I found really interesting uh, and kind of, um, and I love constraints because they really, that's what makes the art happen. So I really liked the idea that it was kind of a self-contained entity, that it wasn't like, that it didn't have to have like a life support system in the ceiling of kind of machinery that uh, kind of projected something into a space, that really what I wanted to build was more like an alien object that had this um, kind of self-contained nature to it, and you almost kind of were curious about what was inside and how it worked, and that was part of what would draw you in. It didn't kind of feel fake on that level. So that was one of my constraints that I put into place, was that I really wanted that perception to be really self-contained, that it could see you from the inside out. And so really, I, I failed in that ultimate goal in this particular installation. Like, I didn't get to the point where I felt like I could build that interaction where I was getting good data that I could use to uh, to kind of close that perceptual feedback loop where you would really feel like it was seeing you. And I feel like I would rather have a piece where you're not kind of being told that that's there and looking for it, and then you don't see it. You know, that feels like a huge disappointment, so I would rather, um, I would rather kind of let people use their imagination and try to figure out what it is on their own. Um, but the way things ended up, that kind of, uh, you know, very far out goal of having this very self-contained perceptual system where it could see you and then react by pushing the light away actually informed the entire design of it and it turned into more of a um, kind of a sculptural work where the individual pieces were made of this kind of, um, this blend of technology and art that I tried to make as seamless as possible. So really where this piece started kind of from a, a you know, kind of a fabrication and design point of view is really in the very center. You'll see this structure. Um, you'll see these kind of copper panels, and then um, kind of struts coming out of it. And in the middle of the copper panels are these little little black rectangles, and the the copper panels all have these kind of swooping lines through them. And that's actually a working circuit that's sensing you right now, um, and it's uh, it's made out of. Parts that you would find in, you know, electronic stores inside of, you know, garage security systems. You know, some a lot of it's 3D printed. A lot of it's kind of repurposed stuff off of eBay. Um, but what it is is it's kind of technological pieces put together um, without any regard for what's aesthetic and what's functional, and kind of trying to make everything as aesthetic and as functional as possible. Um, so that's, uh, you know, it's a circuit in there that's kind of sending out these pulses of light and looking at the, um, the ways that the environment uh, changes those pulses of light as they come back into uh, the receiving uh, sensors. And so it's kind of like a camera, but it's also kind of more like, a, like an insect compound eye. Um, and that design actually kind of influenced the entire uh, Rest of the structure, almost like it was growing outward, kind of crystallizing in a way. And so the 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 um, mechanical support is actually entirely provided by these wires that are um, uh, providing the uh, the power and the signal for the lights. Um, these struts that are kind of blooming out of the center, almost like um, like a dandelion, are actually very rigid, kind of holding this thing together. Um, but it's almost like the, both the mechanical and the uh, um, kind of data vitality kind of flows from this uh, plane in the top and then through the middle and then kind of disperses outward. Um, so I ended up building a lot of my own bits and pieces to make this work, uh, my own circuit boards and my own um, uh, sensors. Uh, the LED technology was uh, something that I spent a lot of time working on in the past couple years. Um, and I developed a lot of my own, uh, like these circuit boards up here are something that I made um, in uh, 2013 to control LEDs. Um, and I'm still using them in these projects. And I wanted to try to hide as little as possible. So like everything that you see is functional and everything that's functional is as, you know, kind of out there as possible. And, you know, you can't show everything that's impractical, but I tried to show as much as possible. So, you know, I, the speakers, like the sound that you're hearing, is all coming from the structure itself. It isn't, you know, it's less like I bought a bunch of speakers and put it on a sculpture, but more like the sculpture is a speaker. You know, I, I had to design the um, the top of this uh, uh, plane to have all of these resonating cavities that were sized, um, you know, to try to hit the frequency response that I wanted, but to also be aesthetic and to also fit around all the other parts. Um, And I guess to me, I feel like that's where the art kind of comes from. The way I like to do it is uh, finding uh, solutions to these constraints that aren't just about kind of engineering optimization, but kind of optimizing something that's maybe higher level than that, something that includes aesthetics and human experience.
1: Thank you all so much for coming, It's
0: it's been a pleasure.